take a walk on the woo-woo side with me. Hello, I'm Michelle Douglas and I'm an intuitive healer, coach and soul realignment practitioner. And I'm on a mission to empower you to make the choices which align to who you are as a soul. If you'd like more information, visit me at findmysparkle.com. Hello lovelies, it's Michelle here and today we're going to be talking about weight loss and in particular a better way to measure your weight loss progress. So as I was out walking the other day I was listening to an episode of an awesome podcast where the host Hal Elrod, so he has a podcast called I think Achieve Your Dreams or something but with Hal Elrod. He was interviewing the CEO of a company called Organifi. They were talking about how to measure success on the weight loss journey as well as other journeys, but weight loss was being used as an example. And I was quite delighted to hear that the conversation led to a very different way of measuring success as opposed to jumping on the scale. So what we typically think when we're discussing a weight loss goal is that you're going to need to step on the scale at varying intervals and track your progress that way. And unfortunately, especially for women, is that changes in weight aren't always an accurate indicator of success. For example, a lot of, a lot of the time, we'll see an increase on the scale, but a decrease in inches because you've increased your muscle mass, right? And that's because muscle's more dense than fat. And if you're focused on building muscle, which of course improves your metabolism, and losing fat at the same time, you're probably going to see some numbers you don't want to see sometimes. There's also hormonal changes, how much sleep you had last night, what color undies you're wearing right now. Okay, I'm kidding about that one. Or certain foods which may be causing bloating or inflammation. So as you can see, this scale thing and the measurement thing isn't going to work a lot of the time. So while the scale and body measurements can provide you with some idea of where you're at or at least where you're starting, and there is another and probably better way to measure your progress towards your weight loss goal, and I'm going to talk about that in a moment. So what is a better way to measure your weight loss progress? If you're using a scale to track your progress... Then and that's not the best way, then what is? What should you be tracking instead? Your new habits are what you need to track. Remember, your old habits and choices brought you to where you are now. So you are now in a place where you want to lose weight. So to stay where you are, all you need to do is keep making those same choices and implementing those same habits. So if you choose not to make changes to your choices and actions, how will you achieve your weight loss goal? Exactly. You're not going to do it. (laughs) So tracking new habits, choices and actions is the way to go. When you are tracking your new habits, choices and actions, what you're actually tracking could be how often you're applying them, how consistent you are with creating your new habits, that sort of thing. Your new habits could be one or more of the following, or it could be something else, but these are just examples that you could try for yourself. So the first one is to eat mindfully at every meal. So take your bite, put your fork down between bites, chew more slowly than normal, remove all distractions such as your phone or the TV, and just enjoy your meals. Stop eating when you feel 80% full. Now that's a hard one for some of us, especially when we were taught that we had to stay at the table until we finished our dinner. But stop when you feel 80% full. Wait 20 minutes. If you're still feeling hungry after that, then eat something else. Gradually add more whole foods into each meal. So start with one meal per day, gradually building this up over time until most of your meals contain fresh, fresh, 
healthy whole foods. The next one is exercise. So exercise for five minutes, three times a week. You don't have to do an hour at the gym. Like some people, like I don't mind doing an hour at the gym, but I know many people that wouldn't and old me wouldn't. (laughs) So you could build that to 15 minutes per day over time, but maybe add in extra days here and there before just going in for a walk, going out for a walk, like walk up the end of your street and back if you have to, just do something take the stairs whenever you can so a lot of people work in the city there might be the opportunity to use stairs to get to your office instead of the lift now if you're on level 53 of a building I probably wouldn't recommend but if you're on the first or second floor why not right now if you're working from home like a lot of us are these days set a reminder for each hour and do a lap of your house just get up from your desk go for a quick walk come back this just gets your blood moving a little bit and it clears your head Oh, let's explore each way of tracking. Um, So I'm going to use Betty and Susan. So Betty is using the scale to track her progress and Susan is using her habit tracking, okay, to measure hers. So Betty wants to lose weight. She's weighed herself. She wants to lose 20 kilos, which is about 40 to 50 pounds, I think. Every single week she's on the scale tracking her progress. Now she's committing to eating healthier and exercising more often hasn't necessarily made a plan she may she may have made a plan but like any human she will have some great weeks followed by some not great weeks because she's remember she's just tracking her weight and the more not so great weeks she experiences the more quickly her commitment to her goal will diminish now what actually happens is because especially as women our weight can fluctuate so much she'll start thinking ah it's not working right and when you get into that mindset of it's not working, what are you creating? So change is hard. And if you're seeing constant fluctuations, it's easy to become disheartened and eventually give up. Not only that, but we really don't have a lot of control over what our bodies do sometimes. It's quite unfortunate. And that can feel really disempowering, right? Okay, so let's go on to Susan. So she is tracking her habits. She also wants to lose weight. She's weighed herself, taken all of her measurements, plans to check the measures again in at least two to four weeks, preferably four, but sometimes two might, we'll see. Yeah, it'll it'll be a test and measure process, I think, with her. So she knows that she needs to change her eating habits and she also needs to move more. So she makes a list of what she would like to start doing. So she's come up with three things. One, eat mindfully at each meal. Two, Add in one new whole fresh food per week, gradually building this up to daily or every other day. And three, exercise for a minimum of 15 minutes per day, three days per week. And this can be walking or resistance training. She gets to choose. So over the course of the next few months, she uses a checklist to make keep herself accountable to her goal and to implement and stick to her new habits. So what she's tracking there is, Did she do her eating mindfully at every meal? Did she add in that new whole food? Did she exercise on three days that week? That sort of thing. So she already knows her starting points. Now it's just about becoming the new version of herself that she wants to be. And that is as a healthy, fit and strong woman. Susan's focus on sticking to these habits is also a focus on what she can control this gives her a feeling of empowerment and she, as she progresses towards her goal and she's less likely to lose faith in the process because she's, she's owning her power. She knows that if she falls off the wagon and her weight goes up and she looks back at her progress or her tracking, oh, hang on, I wasn't doing whatever I said I was going to do that week. That's why, right? So what happens next? As expected, 
Betty eventually loses momentum and after weeks of frustration and lack of results, she eventually gives up and goes back to her old habits and ends up putting on more weight than what she started with, right? Susan, on the other hand, has been tracking her new habits and while she's not been perfect, she has known to get back on track whenever she veers off sometimes and, you know, we're all human after all and that can happen. Eventually, Susan will add in new habits as the old ones become part of who she is, you know, when they become something that you just do without thinking, and that will improve her progress even more. So why did this happen? Why such a difference? Losing weight and keeping it off isn't about hoping for the best. It's 100% 100 about changing your habits. Your old habits got you to a point where you needed to lose weight, right? So they're certainly not going to help you to actually lose the weight, are they? So it's really important to start implementing new habits, making new choices to move you forward towards your goal so that you can have the body you want. But how can you know how consistent you're being with your new habits unless you're actually tracking them? So Susan did a great job of of creating some new habits, which weren't going to cause a complete life overhaul in one go, but this would still help her to get closer to achieving her goal. It's very common for a person to become stuck when coming up with new habits to start applying in their life, especially when it comes to weight loss and the overwhelm can become stagnation. So a lot of people don't make any choices at all, right? They just stay where they are and keep doing what they've always done and expecting a different result, which doesn't happen. So what's important here is to make any choice. doesn't matter what it is as long as it's not a choice you've been making previously. So you'll very quickly learn whether your new choice was a positive one or not from the feedback or signposts you receive after making this new choice. And I've talked about feedback and signposts in another post. So if you're worried that a new choice you make may be the wrong one, that's perfectly okay because you can always make a new choice later on. So how do you get started? It's really important to remember that Rome wasn't built in a day. It's probably taken you years to get you to where you are. So it's not going to take you five minutes to reverse what you've done. (laughs) So I suggest that when you're starting to make new choices, start small. And the reason for this is that if the shift is too big, it may feel too hard, overwhelming or uncomfortable. And you'll either not move forward at all or you'll resist the change altogether. As you begin to form these new habits, you can start adding in new and even slightly bigger ones and take it from there. And whatever you do doesn't have to be, or whatever you do doesn't have to be immediately life-changing, but over time they accumulate into one big change. And so every few weeks or months, sure, step on the scale, check your weight, but I can guarantee that your weight loss progress will be directly linked to your consistency with your new habits. So what's great about tracking how well you are sticking to these new habits is that you'll have a tangible reason for why you may or may not be moving toward that desired weight loss goal. So now, before we finish up, just a quick chat about soul realignment for weight loss. So if you're noticing a great deal of resistance to implementing a new habit, there could be something going on in your energy field to cause that resistance. You could have some blocks or restrictions in your energy field. You could have some limiting beliefs, some of which may have been formed earlier in this life or during a past life even, which seem to be sabotaging your efforts. So all is not lost when this happens. We can clear those blocks and restrictions quite easily. And while starting a new habit may feel really uncomfortable, once those blocks or restrictions are cleared, you'll be more likely to give it a red hot go than if we hadn't cleared them. Now, mind you, anyone can lose weight without a soul realignment. It's just that this can sometimes help 
and make it feel a bit easier to change those habits. Plus, we sort of get together and work on a plan to move you forward. So if you'd like to learn more about the Soul Realignment for Weight Loss process, or if you have any questions, visit the Soul Realignment page or reach out to me and we will talk very soon. See ya.